This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 316, Confessions of a Quadzilla, by Negar Fanuni of negaharfanuni.com, and I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy Monday and a very happy October. I can't believe it's October already. Welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook. And don't forget that we have four other podcasts where we narrate blogs for you. To check them out, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this show. So it's October, and longtime listeners of this show know that I am a baseball fan, and I'm a Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim fan. Well, fan of the team, not so much a fan of their name. And sadly, they did not make it into the playoffs this year. So I feel like I need to start off this week with an inspirational quote, maybe more for myself, but here we go. Quote, a goal is a dream that has an ending. Duke Ellington. Now let's continue that positivity as we get to today's post and optimize your life. Confessions of a Quadzilla by Nighar Fanuni of nigharfanuni.com. I have a confession to make that might get me into some trouble. Alas, in the name of female empowerment and in the interest of transparency, here goes. I'm not particularly fond of my legs. For as long as I can remember, these gams have had a gargantuan nickname. I run the gamut from thunder thighs to quadzilla, and while I do embrace my body as a whole and love it so completely, my legs wouldn't be something I'd pick out as my favorite. In fact, while most people tend to look at abs as a marker of physical progress, legs are what I look for when admiring physiques. When asked about what I like best about my body, I'll usually say my shoulders. My softball nickname was delts of doom, for good reason, or my back. Those are the parts that I am comfortable showing off, the parts that are never the cause of anxiety or lamentation. My legs, however, are another story. Oh, legs, what a torturous affair we've had. Don't get me wrong, I adore their strength and muscularity. I love that I can squat 200 pounds and deadlift 300. I relish how fast I can sprint, especially for a hobbit-sized girl, and how I make standing yoga poses my These babies are built for performance. There's no doubt about that. Aesthetically, though, I spent years hiding them as I was self-conscious of their girth. Shorts? F no. That was not something my wardrobe consisted of. These days, although I wear my quadzilla badge and cut-off shorts with genuine pride, I'm still not the biggest fan of my legs. When I gain fat, that's where it goes. And oftentimes, that means the difference between jeans fitting snugly or failing to fit at all. So when people compliment my gams, I'm sincerely taken aback. I want my legs to look like yours. When I'm out lifting in my garage, I'm working out at Gold's Gym in Venice, the mecca of bodybuilding. To say the gym is pervasive with human specimens would be an egregious understatement. It truly is a sight to see. This is part of the reason I work out at Gold's. The environment is inspiring. Being around so many physical specimens is invigorating and motivating. It makes me want to train more diligently than I already do, which is saying something. While I enjoy being around people and generally thrive socially, I am, by all accounts, an introvert, which is why I always, and I do mean always, wear headphones at the gym. Being around people is enough for me, but talking to them is another story. So when I was recently tapped on the shoulder by a fellow gym goer, I was reluctant to remove my headphones and engage. Social interaction is sometimes difficult for me, but I've been making more of an effort to open up lately. So I relented 
removed my security blanket, and was confronted with an unexpected question from a tall, muscular dude. How many days a week do you train legs? Because I want my legs to look like yours. Quadzilla strikes again. There were also several follow-up questions about exercises and rep schemes, to which I answered, it depends, heavy, and I train my legs every time I train. I'm not sure if my advice was helpful to him at all, or if he really even intended on putting it to use. But what I am sure of is how I felt when I walked out of the gym that day as I hopped on my bike, utterly perplexed. I reflected on this interaction the entire ride home. My legs? You want your legs to look like my legs? It was something I just couldn't wrap my head around. Alas, this led me to a realization that I believe is important to all of us. What we see in the mirror is often not what the rest of the world sees. You can characterize this as body dysmorphia, or simply attribute it to proximity bias. Either way, there's a disconnect between what we see and what everyone else sees. As I mentioned, my legs are not my favorite, but the thing I get the most compliments on, you guessed it, my legs. Yet, I am so hard on myself and so absurdly self-conscious of my legs that I fail to see them the way others do. Since coming to this seemingly obvious realization, I've made a conscious effort to give my lower body some much-needed love. I challenge them more physically and show them off more often. While there is still sometimes a bit of hesitance to expose them, there's also growing pride and a sense of acceptance. It's a process, of course, one that takes regular practice and often involves two steps forward and one step back. I don't always gravitate immediately to the positive and sometimes I have to check myself. After all, I spent the better part of 30 years hating my legs and change of this magnitude doesn't happen overnight. But all in all, I feel free free from self-deprecation and undue apprehension, free from wardrobe limitations and fitting room frustration, and most of all, free from a lifelong hatred of my own flesh. After all, life is too short to be so hard on our bodies. You just listened to the post titled Confessions of a Quadzilla by Nagar Fanuni of nagharfanuni.com. There's always this fine line, right? Having a little bit of body dysmorphia or some unhappiness about some part of your body can motivate you to work just that much harder. But when it goes too far, it can definitely hinder you and your goals. You can become obsessed with it. It can cause you more stress. It can affect your self-image, as Ms. Fanuni mentioned. Scientists are still trying to figure out when is it really body dysmorphia versus someone who just wants to be the best specimen they can be. In my mind, it becomes closer to body dysmorphia when you working out starts to affect your interpersonal relationships, your job, other responsibilities of life. And we're realizing that this is a real condition. It's just we don't know how to quite define it yet. So I love what Ms. Fanuni said at the end. Life is too short to be so hard on our bodies. But for some, they may not be able to get out of that train of thought. And so if that's the case, definitely seek outside help. But for the rest of us, it is one of those things where we're just so hard on ourselves for no reason. But again, it's finding that fine line. If you feel motivated and want to improve yourself and it gets you into the gym, fantastic. But if you become obsessed with it, now we may be going too far. Now, really quickly, before I go, check out and subscribe to our other shows if you enjoy this one. You can hear a lot more topics for free. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in your favorite podcast app to find the others. Thank you as always for listening today and every day. I'll be back tomorrow with a post from Ross Training, 
So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.